phenomenal voice i don't know where that girl got that voice all right that's actually victoria hood there on uh the psalms of ascent cd that you can get online that's right Braden. you have the yeah if you just go to highyville.com they've got it in their store highyville.com get either cd or mp3 Woo! wow uptown yeah it's hebrew and english okay so this is aaron hood with Braden waller with the voice (laughs) of my beloved podcast and uh we're picking up on some of the psalms of ascent Thus, the song. Yes. It's beautiful. Vain to rise up early. Braden, we're early risers. What does that mean? <laughs> you got to balance it. You got to get the whole counsel of God. Oh, because <laughs> it's also vain to sit up late to eat the bread right. of sorrows. Okay. All right. It's, it's saying that only in the context of worry. Okay. Don't worry about rising up early. Just do it. Yeah. Can't be sitting up late, rising up early because you're worried about stuff. Oh. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Was well, that where we're at? Where are we at? Where are we starting? Uh, yeah, so we're at 127 here, uh, starting out this first verse. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. And so this is the exact middle of the Psalms of Ascent. We have 15 Psalms of Ascent. This is the exact right. middle one. And, you know, you've heard people talk about midlife crisis, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think there's some truths in the psalm that help deal with that stuff oh great <laughs> you know because some people are like they get to the middle of their lives they're just like what am i doing you know <laughs> they just kind of had this crisis moment uh-huh. and this psalm i think answers a lot of those questions i think there, there has real truth to speak into those type of feelings right because wasn't I mean, it papa who like at 30 years old was convinced his life was half over who was it my grandfather uh yeah he, he may have yeah he may have had some sort of <laughs> breakdown moment yeah i think it might have been <laughs> 40 or 50 years old he, he was just you know just couldn't believe his life was half over that's all he could see his right. life was half over <laughs> but uh, so that's just a uh, midlife crisis uh th- story that i know of but yeah but uh, just realizing that this is a whole journey right we started away from god mm-hmm. in his his holy place and psalm 120 and we're making this whole journey and now we're in the exact middle. The end is going to be in the house of God, right? We're going to be actually in his house. Mm-hmm. And so this this psalm here, it's talking about the house, right? It says, unless the Lord builds the house. It's reminding us that God is the one that has to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, he, and I think a lot of, there's a lot of verses that talk about that. He's faithful to complete the work that he begins. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're keeping in mind that that's where we're headed is this house of God. We want to be in his house. He's building it. He's in the process of building it, and he's the one that's doing it. Unless he does it, it's in vain. Right. This whole journey is in vain. Right. And so I just want to lay this out, one, two, three. So number one, we're encouraging this psalm to build where God is building, or else it's in vain. Number two, to know the truth that we are beloved in his eyes. This is one of the things that this psalm talks about. Number three, to invest in the next generation. Mm. And so in the middle of the journey, this is these are three things. Build where God's building. We're beloved, and think about the next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the very interesting things about this, uh, the whole journey is, is that children are not actually mentioned in the first half of the Psalms of Ascent. Like we, in this whole journey so far, we have not had any mention of children. Hmm. In the second half, we have quite a few mentions of children. Right. And so there's this whole understanding of, 
I'm discipling. I've come this far. I'm, I'm in the middle of the journey now. I want to start investing in those around me. I mm-hmm. want to start investing in my children, physical, spiritual. I want to start discipling. Mm-hmm. So, yes, this, this psalm is uh, very important. And I don't know, we're, we're close to midlife, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to live to 80, so I've still got another couple of years before I be midlife. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's like a year that you're midlife, but yeah, I think the right. middle ages, we're middle-aged, I think, now. Yeah, and we're, we're asking ourselves those questions, like, what what's valuable? Like, right. what, do we, what do we want to be doing that's going to actually be good and we'll be happy about our investment 20, right. 30 years from now? Yeah, because we, we only got so long to invest. So we're, like, I, I always just... Love that God, you know, when he gives us children, he gives them in our youth. So we have the energy to invest right. into our children. Right. Um. so, uh, yeah, that's yeah. an investment. Yeah. So I want to bring out, too, with this psalm that if this is a psalm, this is the only psalm of Solomon. And so he's recognizing that he can only build God's house with God's help. Mm. And so, you know, David, we know the whole story. David is told, you can't build it. You got blood in your hands. Your son will build it. And so we can read this passage here in 2 Samuel 7. It says, When your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name. This is God speaking to David. The son that David has, he shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. So Solomon, right? He's Mm. the one that's going to build the house. God, unless you build the house... The laborers are laboring in vain. It's all has to be something that you are really accomplishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, I've got a little bit of congestion. Uh, yesterday I woke up not feeling so great, uh, but I just kept on speaking the truth of God that I'm healed by the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> I just kept on <laughs> saying it, and so I'm. It's really starting to play out. I can feel it in my body. I feel like the word of God is really taking over. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I, I, if you notice a little bit of congestion, that's why, but I, I'm, I'm on the way to being a hundred percent right now. That's right. You're moving up. <laughs> yes. So I, I just hate being sick. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, whenever I start feeling twinges of it, I just start speaking the word. I'm like, no, he sent his word and healed me. I just keep on <laughs> confessing God's word over my life. So I encourage you to do the same. Yeah, You start absolutely. feeling that, just speak God's word, speak his truth over your life. All right, back to the, uh, back to the psalm here. Yes, right, we got here. So, so Solomon, he is the one building the house, and we also can see parallels with Solomon and Yeshua. Mm-hmm. In First uh, Peter 2, 5, we see that Yeshua is the one, he's also building up the house, right? Uh, right. First Peter 2, 5, ye also as living stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Yeshua Messiah. So we're being built up. We're these living stones being built up. We see Matthew 16, 18, I will build my church. This is Yeshua speaking and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So we see here Yeshua saying, I'm, I'm building it. Mm-hmm. He's the builder. Just like Solomon is recognizing, you know, he, he's the one that built the house of God, but he's recognized he can only do it mm. through God's power. Yeah. Zechariah 6, 12, thus says the Lord of hosts, saying, behold, the man whose name is the branch from his place, he shall branch out and he shall build the temple of the Lord. This is obviously a messianic passage. Yeshua is the branch. He shall build the temple of the Lord. Yes. It says it again for emphasis. Yes. He shall build the temple of the Lord. 
he shall bear the glory and shall sit and rule on his throne. Mm. So just as a reminder, this is the place we're headed. We're headed for the house of God. Psalm 23, surely I will dwell in the house of the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. And so that's the hope, right? Right. That, that's what fuels our devotion. That's what fuels our faithfulness, I mm -hmm. believe, even in the journey. Yeah. I'm headed for his house. Right. I'm, I, you know, even like the prodigal son, you know, there's this whole element of, my father's house, you know, I, it's what even awakens people that are in a bad spot to go, oh, but my father's house is such, it was, it's, it's so good there. Right. And in this journey, there's this element of we're going to that house and right here at the middle, there's this recognition that, you know what, if God's not doing it, it's not going to happen. Mm. You know, I can't lean on my own strength to see, to see it to the end of this journey. Unless the Lord builds the house, the labor's in vain. Mm. I have to know that God is the one doing this work, he's the one that's going to complete what he's started in me. Mm -hmm. So uh, going on to verse two, it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. So he gives his beloved sleep. So kind of what we opened up with. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing of like, there, there is this different personality types, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm married to a late night person. I'm an early morning person. And I, I think, it, you know, in the balance, if we put all the scriptures that talk about the value and the virtue of waking up early, mm -hmm. I really do think that the waking up early is would win. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's quite a few verses talking about, though, you know, I'll give no sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids and True. to there are, find a place for There the are Lord. a number of good verses <laughs> for the late nighters, too. <laughs> Oh my At goodness. Midnight I rise to give you thanks. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know that? yeah. So. That's not generally me. <laughs> bless you. Bless you all out there that are <laughs> yeah. uh just as long as you're staying up and you're you're praying at midnight, go for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right now you have our blessings. You know, that's great. <laughs> oh man. But burning the candle at both ends. I mean that, that yeah. has long term that can have long term detrimental effects. Yeah, right. Can, and so it's it's yeah. vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late. Uh, to eat the bread of sorrows. So I, what I see here is kind of g jumping off of verse one is it's it's saying that you need you can't be just thinking that everything is on you, mm. you know, unless the Lord builds the house. Mm -hmm. You know, God, everything's in vain. So right. like, and so I, I see you know, going into verse two here. He's saying you could rise up early, you could sit up late, and you could just think that you're going to accomplish all this stuff. But ultimately, God is the one who's going to do it. Mm. And so just don't, don't take it all on. I, I want to pull in a verse from Proverbs 16. It says, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. And I love in the Hebrew, this actually would say, gol el Adonai ma'asecha, which means goal in Hebrew is actually roll. The Hebrew, the Hebrew word translated commit here is actually roll. So you could translate this verse, Proverbs 16, 3, roll your works onto the Lord and your thoughts will be established. And this has been a really big encouragement to me at times. You know, mm -hmm. like sometimes our responsibilities, the labor, the our work can sometimes just be this burden that we carry. And this proverb is saying, roll it off, roll it onto the Lord, mm -hmm. and your then your thoughts will be established. Because where does worry come in? Where does anxiety it comes in our thoughts? Mm -hmm. And this verse is saying, just roll it off. Roll all that onto God, and then your thoughts will be established. You'll have, you'll have peace in your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts will be um, full of faith and full of, of hope. Roll it off, Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Pilgrim's Progress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He rolls it off. 
Yeah, so just encourage the, our listeners out there, roll your works onto the Lord. The things that God has called you to do, it's not shirking your responsibility. It's, it's that you're, you're rolling it onto him. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain you. This is the, it's a place where we, we, as it says in the scriptures, they were working with the Lord. Mm. It speaks to the disciples that the Lord, Lord working with them, I believe, is, mm-hmm. is one translation. It's the sense of we're accomplishing what God has called us to do in partnership with him. Mm. And this is what this psalm really addresses. You know, sometimes in the middle of the journey, we can tend to think that, you know, what tends to happen is that we start leaning more on our own ability and we don't lean on God. And this is something that I know that I personally need to remind myself of. I'm I'm speaking to myself. Hmm. You know, lean on Yeshua. Get into his presence, and he's going to help you finish the calling that he's put in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking about the song. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. <laughs> Roll away. Yeah, that's great. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So we see in this verse too, what I mentioned earlier, that he gives his beloved sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, and and there's a connection here with Solomon because he's actually God names him. Mm-hmm. Beloved. Yeah. Beloved of Yah. Right. Jedediah or Yadidya. Mm-hmm. It means beloved of Yah, beloved of God. And he's he's saying, you know. Yeah, I've got a lot of responsibility. I'm going to build the temple. Glory of God's going to come and dwell in that. But in the midst of all that, he's still giving me sleep. Mm-hmm. He gives his beloved sleep. I'm his beloved. He loves me so much, he's going to give me good rest at night. What is it, the, the basket that holds the fruits of the Spirit together? Rig a good sleep, yeah. <laughs> Talk about that every once in a while. Yeah, oh, that always uh, struck my funny bone just right. But uh, <laughs> just over these last couple of nights, you know, we've you know not not been feeling too good and um, just been tossing and turning at night. You know, just achy and, and couldn't quite sleep and um, just uh, pains in my lower back. And and last night I, I laid down and I. I Woke up once, and it was just the best thing, sleep. I mean, it just slept all through the night. Right. And it was just like, wow, this is what it means to <laughs> to live. You know, <laughs> right. I feel like such a different person, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, you know, and there's, and there's a lot of people, you know, the anxiety. What's the one thing that, you know, anxiety takes from us? It takes from us our sleep, mm. our worries, you know. And uh, it's that... When you roll your cares or your your uh, concerns and your worries onto the Lord, the the outcome is He gives you sleep. Right. It's the, it's the direct result of that. Mm. You can rest. Right. You know, weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Mm-hmm. Right. He gives you his beloved sleep. So, Hallelujah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we've mentioned that in the podcast before, but <laughs> something that someone told me about a year ago. But just how you know, there's you got all the fruit of the spirit, and they're in this basket, and like the basket that holds all these fruit of the spirit in this nice presentation, you know, is, is sleep. <laughs> so I just, I thought that was so good because I know for myself, if I don't, if I don't get sleep, mm. then I just, my fruits of the spirit just plummet. 
<laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I believe that by supernaturally, I, I hope I can overcome that one day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I, I know that sleep just has a major effect on that. Amen. 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 All right. So I think that's where we're going to uh, wrap it up for the day. Yeah. Um, connect with us. You know, if y'all have questions, y'all have uh, something maybe y'all would like to hear uh, our thoughts on, a teaching done on, uh, you can email us, uh, Aaron at loveandpurity.com uh, or Brayden at loveandpurity.com. Uh, well, Brayden at uh, Gmail. Brayden at Braden. Gmail. Braden.waller at gmail.com. All right, Braden. Gmail. Braden.waller at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. There it is. Uh, and um, yeah, you can just yeah, email me at Aaron at loveandpurity.com. And uh, we will, uh, would love to hear from you. We uh, appreciate y'all. Hope that y'all have a blessed day today. This is the voice of my beloved podcast, where we believe that hearing and following the voice of the bridegroom king leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. The